W-H-U-P-L-P Hillsboro. As the founder of Press Play Poets, D.S. Will has always been aware that writing can be the form of expression, a way to educate, or as a means to escape. But through his skill as an MC, his ability as a poet, and being able to speak right, because apparently I can't do it today. We got D.S. Will in the building. I feel like I'm trying too hard, so he gonna make it a little easy for me. We gonna ride out to this beat. We gonna hear some great poetry. We gonna hear my good friend Ja Rule, one of the founders of the Cypher Cypher University that's at NC State. They done planted a seed that done spread and grew. And I'm gonna tell you all about it after this instrumental. We got D.S. Will, everybody. ready we ready we got ds will we got ds will you know when you got two wills that you're going somewhere we got endless will and we got ds will how's it going brother man what's going on man definitely when there's wills there's way thank you for having me here um this afternoon um and i'm we're ready to go ready to flow I was really digging that instrumental definitely setting the atmosphere and the vibe so let's get it oh yeah attention poets and those who enjoy poetry you are now in tune to the world's definition of art listeners being our body and our feature being our heart in honor of those who came before me i welcome you all to spoken stories ladies and gentlemen i've got a great episode i've got ds will he's gonna tell you everything about where he's from what he's about and what he's got going on and i also got jerusalem an amazing hip-hop artist out of Raleigh, North Carolina, one of the founders of Cypher University that originated at NC State. Got some great stuff going on for you today. So listen, this Spoken Stories, W-H-U-P-L-P of Hillsboro. I hope you're ready. Again, brother man, first question for you. How'd you get into this poetry game? I know it's so funny that um, we're both based out of Raleigh, per se. I used to live there, and we've never come across. However, we continue to drive in this poetry world so uh how did you become one of the forefronts well definitely nobody wanted to hear me sing and uh, my stripping career wasn't getting off (laughs) so i decided to start to delve into poetry i've been writing since i've been six or seven years old Um, it's always been a form of expression for me and people kind of latched on to it but the actual spoken word art i was in high school um, and there was an artist by the name of the orange moon who introduced me to it and i literally fell in love Um, Her pieces were love letters, um, so to speak. And then from there, I grabbed my first set of paper plates. I wrote my first piece, and the rest is history for the most part. Do you feel like with getting introduced to poetry on the love genre, did your pen elevate to that particular area as well? Did it sway towards that, or did you just like poetry and you had your own kind of method from it? I mean, definitely love um, was the pinnacle, um, was the focal point. You know, I was at my teens going through various girlfriends, so on and so forth. So this is a good way to express myself. Um, But as the art form basically involved, other topics and other matters, and through my own maturation process, started to kind of interplay with each other. So then you had your social issues, and then you had your conceptual poems, so on and so forth. Oh, yes. Oh, As a writer myself, I tend to really embrace a love poem when I feel like writing it, but it's not something that comes out as often. I, I write 
uh, every day. But when you write that impactful love poem, it and it's meaningful, it does mean something. Absolutely. I try. You know, there's various topics that people are always going to write about. You're going to have your love sex poems. You're going to have your religious fervor poems. You're going to have your nationalism poems, so on and so forth. What I try to challenge myself to do is to come up with a concept or a spin that's going to be different, but still be able to convey those emotions and those feelings that everyone can relate to. So that's the challenge. And it's it, it's a challenge that I always, always am up for, for the most part. And just a critique from other poets as well. It's all about iron sharpening iron. So just to be able to share in that circle. Oh, yeah. Your explanation of that almost brought me to a metaphor, just in the sense of explaining what can be explained, but in a poetic way. That's really kind of what that brought me to. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I got D.S. Will in the building. Uh, so some of that poetic persona that we've been talking about. Go ahead. Bless us with some of these words early so we can know what D.S. Will is all about because I know I'm about to enjoy it. It's so funny, uh, listeners. I uh, FaceTime, Skyped him uh, one evening, and I said, hey, brother, man, I've been trying to find somebody to, to cipher with me because people are at shows and I'm sitting at home chilling. I seen that he was online, so we, we cipher real quick. I think we shared maybe two, three poems each, and it left me with writing at that evening. That's because I was just at home vibing out. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, y'all in for a treat. Early, early. So this first piece, I'm, I'm one of my motivations is film. I, I love the art of film, the cinematography, script, so on and so forth. So this is an independent flick that I happened to catch. It was called Kicks, and it was somewhat autobiographical. Um, the the main subject had very low low self esteem, lived in the inner city, and he came across these pair of Jordans. And instantly his life changed as it relates to people accepting him, him getting dates, so on and so forth. He lost those sneakers in the movie and the means that he went through to try to retrieve them back was crazy. So that definitely left the impact on me and I, I wrote a piece immediately after that. So this is what it is. It's called Kicks. What's the name of that movie? It's called Kicks 2. So definitely check it out. Um, should be on Netflix. If not, check your local red box, but it's definitely something worth checking out. So here we go. You ever notice how the word gardens is associated with the names of projects or apartment complexes, but rarely is the grass greener on the other side? Only lit to form these accumulus clouds that hover next to flickering bodega lights. And that usually means a new idea is attempting to be born, but you're probably going to come up short if you want to purchase some esteem with your penny for your thoughts. In other words, where I'm from? Poverty's not a fad. It is not sponsored by Banana Republic, and hanging tongues for sneakers aren't acquired from following in the footsteps of trendsetters. You see, mom wears the pants around these parts, and stains on shirts aren't the talk of the runways. So no matter how many times that I visit coin-operated laundromats, those shirts are never going to be white collars. So I guess it's true what they say that clothes do make the man. Hence the reason why these J's on my feet are worth more than any letters you may find on my report card. Now, some of you may view that as being an Achilles heel. I see it as being a step up from being stomped in the yard or suffering of the helping of the baker's dozen, but still not enough dough to cop the new addition. So these tears prove that I can stand the rain. But N.E. heartbreak can be mended with true religion conversion, especially with the acquisition of those prophets. You see, I'm still healing. Scratch that. I'm still reeling from initial rejection of round-the-way girls who clicks of child-supported heels took them somewhere over the rainbow where they can view living colors before falling prey to cults of personality but leaving nothing behind but Grey's anatomies. You see, 
Name recognition and pride is tied together like a Windsor, but I'm not trying to create a new. It's just another afternoon of me and the homies just hanging. But we peep what you're trying to do. Create these bridges over poverty straight into the sunken place, framing these dookie rope chain to fools, popping tags on that trail of tears that was never native to those Americans to make reservations at the Section 8, but never enough. For just the 10 of us. I mean, you're spoon feeding us political rhetoric, but what do I bring to the table? You see, my worth isn't measured in your livestock to survive in these animal farms. You have to have the meanest of struts and the latest of trends and hope that impeached dead presidents can represent me. Mm -hmm. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Better not have a bootleg gait if you want to keep up with these movers and shakers. Make sure those strides are authentic in order to capture a new balance. Because I no longer have to wish I was a little bit taller. I'm now standing on the crushed skulls of egos who try to cause scuffles after scuffs and tearing down the poster child to stick up kids who wish they could possess these souls. Because if you took a step in my old pair, you realize the amount of blisters I have from standing on the shoulders of ancestors trying to reach Christ's lows. But unfortunately, the ears of my classmates ain't trying to hear that. So if desperation is the cousin of popularity tell old girl who would save the last dance for me and prom night because i don't have anything else in other words feet don't fail me now oh my goodness gracious how dare you come in here and set the mic on fire already <laughs> listeners i know and i hope that you are at the edge of your seat and we ain't even in the first 10 minutes of this show. Let's go enjoy <laughs> some poetry. We got spoken stories. We got D.S. Will, hosted by Poet Laureate of Hillsboro, Endless Will, W.H.U.P. Hillsboro. That poem was amazing. Peace, King. Thank you for that. Thank you. Poetry is not sponsored. Poverty, excuse me. Poverty is not sponsored by Banana Republic. Laundry mat, white collar, the play on words of that. These tears prove I can stand the rain. And then that blisters build up to that ancestors line was just phenomenal. Now, I really appreciate that poem. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you guys to know that he wasn't reading that from his phone. He wasn't reading that from any literary format, any books. He went off the off his head. Uh, so as a spoken word artist, I really appreciate that for you to sit here and go in the cadence, the, how, the way the way that you rolled the wave of that poem with your voice, some layers up and downs. Um, that was a performance that you just got. So I really appreciate that so much. Appreciate that, King. You know, I try to internalize pieces as opposed to memorize them. Um, definitely become one with your words so that your body is basically your cue for where you have to go. Oh, yes, definitely. That's some words of wisdom right there. Um, he did not just give you pieces of my com my conversation. He just helped you all as listeners to help your poetic persona. Do not memorize your poem. Come one with it is what he said. Make it you so when something happens in the background to distract you you're not going to get distracted by it because the poem is yours i really appreciate it. that's something i that i try to invoke as well and not memorize my poems but learning them because it is a big difference yes ds i got i got a question for you what's up what's up with you being so fluent with that particular poem right there it just came so natural and i enjoyed it do what advice would you give for beginners who particularly get nervous? Because from what I just seen, um, that was not that. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you had mentioned before, um, it's, it's about becoming one with your words. It's about being able to embody the very essence of how you felt when you pinned those particular terms. Um, various modes of doing that. Um, I practice in the dark. 
Um, I practice in the mirror to see what my facial expressions Take are. Take notes, ladies. Take notes, ladies and gentlemen. I also practice while walking and moving around in my humble abode as well. That is how you basically create a unison between you and your terms. It's a marriage that should never be annulled. And when you get on that stage, that's the wedding, showing the folks the union that you have formed with your own work. Yeah, so much more on that building that relationship, really marrying that poem. Um, do you feel that those particular traits and um, habits that you have formed are something that you have adapted yourself or has someone taught you those particular things? It's been a combination of things. Um, even like in the cipher that we had, I was able to gather something from it. You want to be able to take something from each and every single interaction um, that you have on a daily basis, whether it's a painting that you're seeing, whether it's just advice that you're getting from individuals who have been doing poetry or any type of art form longer than you, you always have to remain a student. It's okay to be a teacher. You definitely want to be able to part your knowledge to other individuals. But once you get out of that mode of being a student, then you stunt your own evolution. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. We got DS Will in here giving us some words of wisdom. We go take a musical break. Uh, one thing I love about spoken stories is we not only feature hip-hop artists or poets, we actually uh, combine the two. This musical artist right here was hand-picked by the artist himself. Why did you, I haven't even said his name yet, and I did that on purpose. Uh, DS, why did you give us this particular artist? Go ahead, let us know who you picked. Uh, D Jerusalem, my man, um, out of Cypher University. Um, he's... <laughs> for a poet to be left speechless as it relates to someone's art form says a lot. I've known this brother for quite some time and he is definitely making some moves. He has just dropped an album. So definitely check that out. And you guys are going to get a preview of the genius that this brother possesses. Oh, yeah. I have a relationship with Drew. I met him um, years ago at an open mic and he kind of went up there and rapped and then left. Mm -hmm. And then. I see him from time to time. I don't necessarily have a relationship with him. So when you picked him and I seen the picture of him, I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Somebody that I've been a fan of that I haven't been able to connect to. So I really, really, really appreciate you so much for that. Uh, we got Jerusalem. Um, this song right here, it can be found on the SoundCloud and it's called Color Lines. And I know you're going to like it. So I'm going to put it out there for you. Just like you, it's red hair, blue eyes, fair skin, black. 
mad soul Waving to the neighbors like he hanging from a flag Poe, is that so? Back in the old days, all we passed those Called the people black, they turned black to gold America the beautiful, it was all so musical How the great alchemist smelted us out the crucible Genres of musical porn, the sound blended They saw the word alchemy came from alchemy Kemet meant black, cause black was all in it The land of original man, we all chemists Red hair, white skin, blue eyes, black soul Waving to the neighbor like he hanging from a flagpole Afro-Caribbean people are song high That's 3.1 for the pupil in your eye Bottom feeders lying, a sign on the underscore They told him to drop signs on temple, they wanted more Can't afford to avoid the word, come from the board Chaos beget knowledge of craft, we self-employed We self-employed I know y'all hear that melody in the background. That was Color Lines by Jerusalem. The ride on that beat was just fantastic. And the thing about Jerusalem, not only is his name symbolic, but the words that he spit on every single cipher, every single song that I've ever heard him on, it definitely has some wisdom behind it. So I appreciate that so much, so much. Why, why'd you pick, bro? Why'd you pick Jerusalem? Um, wordplay, um, cadence, concepts, and he just comes off as a natural is effortless and that's just incredibly impressive i've had the um the honor and opportunity to actually collab on a track with him um it was called miles ahead it was featured on one my last ep actually um and you know me and the brother actually stepped in the booth together and did our thing and again just influence you know you always want to surround yourself around individuals that's going to sharpen your blade and he is definitely in the top of that list Oh, yeah. It's so uh, funny. I mentioned that cypher cypher. For those of you who do not know what that means, um, every Monday at NC State, again, I'm giving you some notes. Hope you got that pen and pad ready (laughs) again. Every Monday um, at NC State at Free Expression Tunnel, there's a cypher that partakes at about 11 o'clock. And there's been times where there's been hundreds of people there. Rhapsody actually shot a music video there during the um, anniversary. It can be anywhere from 20 to 200 people there at times. And it is fabulous. Everybody get a chance to say what they want to say, whether it be a musical artist, uh, whether it be a poet. Then there's there's, um, graffiti walls where you can graffiti. I'm so much creativity all in one space every Monday. This is not something that happens once a month, once a year. This is every Monday at NC State. And Jerusalem, that song that we just heard, he is one of the founders of that. So shout out for him for creating a platform for people who just want to go out there and shout and shout about some words and shout about some art. For real. Have you ever been to the Free Expression Tunnel Cypher before? I actually haven't. And Drew has been trying to get me to go. So um, I owe him a visit. And I definitely will be there soon. I've seen pictures and video clips. I concur with you 100 percent. It's definitely an experience that you want to go to to have it in person and be like branded on your consciousness. So definitely go out there. Yeah, it's so cool. I actually take my kids there sometimes to spray paint, like not even on Monday nights, of course, but just to go vibe out. You can go any day that you want and just good with a can of spray paint. Two dollars at Walmart, not plugging Walmart. Go get it somewhere else. (laughs) But I'm just saying it's not expensive to go out there and enjoy yourself and just create what you want to create. And there's beautiful art that somebody literally just did in their spare time for you to see. True, true, definitely, you know, 
the essence of this art, man, you know, participate or even if you're just an observer, just support. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We got DS Will in the building and Spoken Stories hosted by myself, Poet Laureate of Hillsborough, Endless Will, W-H-U-P-L-P of Hillsborough. You already know what Spoken Stories is about. I always say, always say you already know because I hope I got some repeat listeners. I hope. I hope you telling somebody about this show and you listening again. We got spoken stories. You already know what we about. Hip hop and poetry infused together where we interview the poet and find out a little bit about them. So questions. Why poetry? Um, why pick something so artful? That's a question I typically like to ask poets because I like to find out what is the motivation to enjoy it so much. It's almost like asking a football player, why don't you play basketball? Or a basketball player, why don't you do track? Why did you pick this particular sport? Why poetry? Poetry spoke to me, um, as I had mentioned before. It basically took everything that embodied me and allowed me to be able to express myself in the form that not only build up my own self-esteem, but garnered attention and to be able to assist others as well. I tell people, you got to chase your passion. And, and many of us in this rat race of life, we, we don't do that. We chase things that we believe others advise us to or that is going to bring some type of artificial happiness. You got to do what you, God has given you. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had took a sabbatical from poetry for a while because I was tired of some of the politics. Nothing is perfect, you know, especially in, in the arts. And I was talking to a brother, and he had asked me why I didn't do it in quite some time. And I gave him my reasoning. And he told me, he said, whenever you decide not to exercise your talent, you're slapping God in the face. I said, oh, it was the last thing that I want to do is do that. And so that simple illustration made me realize that I have a purpose in being able to spread my talent and to be able to motivate others. There are thousands of people that are waiting to meet you. Are you going to disappoint them by not exercising your ability? Oh, yes. It's not about the success that you have. It's about making sure that that success can kind of blossom more success. And um, you have this photo um, that was one of your profile pictures on your social media page, and it was you in the back and you had one of the audience members, it was a really nice crowd as well, and one of them were standing up putting their mm-hmm. fists up. Mm-hmm. And that picture was so impactful for me because you can tell that you were embracing the poem and just the look that the audience was giving you. You couldn't see your facial expression. It was one of those photos taken from the back. Mm-hmm. And that particular person standing there, you can tell that she really let loose at that moment. Like, let me really let him know that I'm enjoying what he's saying. So with that being said, I'm leading to a question. Um, what is one of the most impactful moments or inspiring moments that you've had from a show? Because I know that you are a performing poet. You perform often. So mm-hmm. do you have a, any moment that kind of stands out that's like that keeps me driven to continue to do this? At our first Vibe Press play, we actually have a, a teen poet that is featured. Um, sometimes I go to the Boys and Girls Club. Shout out to um, Ariel Linus, who's also a part of the Press Play Collective. She has a organization called 180 Degrees in which she does community outreach and speaking to inner city children, um, both male and female. So we had a poet that went up there and he just like eviscerated the mic. <laughs> and after the show, we had broke bread and we had talked to each other. And he said, I love you. And if you think about those words as it relates to our males, how difficulty, 
how difficult it is for them to be able to express love because it's viewed as being soft or, or, or emotional. So for him to be able to have that comfort level and we were able to share that moment after we both expressed our art was something that was very profound. That's a breakthrough. So that's one of the most recent um, examples that I can give you is someone getting into their comfort zone and being able to express themselves despite the stereotypes and the situations that he has to overcome on a day-to-day basis. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. From from that, I'm getting that you don't necessarily just focus on the poetry for yourself and the written format or performing, but with sharing that, with gifting that over to the Boys and Girls Clubs and that um, relationship, that encounter that you had with that young man, do you feel like you incorporate your art um, in, in aspects of um, in all your life? Or what? Or is it just for the entertainment, or just reaching out for community reach? Or how, how do you feel like you go about it in all avenues? It's it's all avenues. It's an extension of who I am. Um, so it's not just a persona that gets put on once it's showtime. You know, from the way that I speak to who I interact with, to who I decide to impact, to who impacts me, and that's what a true artist is, in my opinion, um, is someone who lives the life. It's not something to garner attention or for success because how do you measure success? Is success how much money you make? Because if that's the case, then I'm not too successful because it's not a money-making venture. But if it's success about impacting individuals and and fortifying relationships um, and helping each other build and creating this village and having our responsibility to help each other, then I'm very successful in that. Not just myself, but everyone who's involved um, in the spreading of that knowledge and that particular mission as well. So would you say that you would advise others who maybe poetry is not their thing, but just gifting others what you can do? Um, Because like you said, it's about that shared passion. All the time, all the time. I tell people, there's someone right now who was paid hundreds of dollars to participate in a workshop that's being catered by Panera Bread in the mountains somewhere to learn to do what you do naturally. Mm -hmm. So you can't take advantage of it. Good point. I love that. There's somebody getting paid. That's a very good point. I never thought about that before. Thank you for that. There's somebody getting paid to learn how to do what everybody can do naturally. That's like a real life thing. And it's just think about uh, in the sense of sports. There are some people who get trained to play basketball. And then you have somebody like Joel Embiid who just started playing and now he's awesome at it. You see what I'm saying? And that's just breaking it down for basketball purposes. But that is the truth. Like, I really love how you said that. Um, Go ahead and gift us with some more of that. What you do naturally, please. I'm I'm waiting. I'm, I'm itching my palms to hear some more that DS will. So, um, again, that cypher that we have really stands out. And and one of your pieces you did was a hip-hop piece that kind of blew me away. And um, it just goes to show how we basically share from the same collective reservoir that we tap into and that we influence each other, even though our uh, past may not have crossed. So hip-hop is definitely one of my first loves. And um, I wrote a piece um, some time ago that kind of incorporates it. Uh, my love for poetry and hip-hop, and it's called um, That Old Thing Back. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just want that old thing back. Adidas with fat laces. Kangos, rope chains, t-shirts of faces. Tapes in the crates that's kept the mom's basement. And songs with a purpose with skills were never wasted. 
This music, I couldn't leave it alone. From the pages, two ways, chirps, and cell phones. Clothes backwards, new jeans that fit us to Timbo's in the club when they're not permitted. Such a legacy. Artists who stay impressing me and spitting with intentions that no one can get the best of me. It's old school. Recess where the words play. Minus hoes, drugs, or any type of... Now, I'm I'm not trying to profess to be some type of hip-hop elitist who only believes that you can mic check by KRS-One by Two Apocalypse Now or studying lyrics so they come ingrained to you like scriptures. Therefore, they're considered illmatic, changing your mindset that you were ready to die. Perhaps there was no life after death until you rose out of those 36 chambers and realized you were basking underneath a full black moon. See, gone are the days where we used to overdose with the rest of the hip-hop junkies on our quest to find tribes and other camps in the low, but still to the top of planet rock, 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 rock. Kings of rock become dethroned as we tumble on sugar hills and become saccharine-filled with bubblegum rappers. They've mastered the art of biting and chewing, but they really can't spit. Especially in the faces of public enemy number one, to a certain extent we were all raised by slum villages until the faces on the nightly news became a bit too common, causing us to have a ruckus and give high fives to hands black on both sides. Chalk it up for us staying away from those white lines. And now we're concerned how much we can cut it. And so I start to think about the past tapestry. Well, graffiti was our hieroglyphic, so we break dance in order to fix the faces of those who believe this particular art form would not last. What about the hands hovering over the sacred ones and twos, pointing out to that immaculate equation that E equals MC means that we overstood what was periodically on those tables, but never gave shine to our elements of the wild. Season tickets to the Brooklyn Zoo, we raw, raw like dungeon dragons, but now these cats just mumble like pandas. <laughs> And maybe or maybe not hip-hop is in a state of emergency, but if we don't do something ASAP, those mobs will get so deep that we can't separate the young thugs from the black stars. But maybe I'm just a bit too old for this lifestyle. On the road, the riches and diamond rings is not a motorsport, but my license plate reads Jurassic 5, parking into lot, stepping over fossils of those who engaged in prehistoric battles back then. If you had a bone to pick with someone, you did it with punchlines and not firearms. Now we have soccer moms that's reciting our lyrics and never step foot in our community as mm. their kids bop in the back of carpools and we start to think and then we sink in the tears of corporate fat cats dumbing through our book of rhymes that we used to love. Or maybe if we screw her back to sleep, she can dream about the day she was held together by you and ity mm. instead of being sprawled across radio stations more concerned about being lit or popping instead of setting the stage in the world on fire with her lyrical prowess and guess what y'all she wants to go back home but the buddy system is passe and native tongues have become foreign can she kick it no she can't she's clicking her heels together she realized she isn't in tennessee anymore because that development has been arrested so it's hard to fight the power, both hands tied behind your back, one with a rolly and the other with an Audemars, and still ain't got the time to see that we become entangled, try to keep up with the Combses. It is like a jungle sometimes that makes me wonder what good is a goon to the goblin if they're both slayed by the savage, but we're too sheepish to ask the scholars why. So since we started from the bottom, let's take it back up to the top. Cause I just want that whole thing back. Adidas with fat laces, Kangos, rope chains, t-shirts with faces, tapes in the crates that's kept the mom's basement and songs with a purposeful skills were never wasted. I couldn't do nothing but make the stank face and shake my head the whole time you were spitting, bro. The whole time you were spitting. That was amazing. 
Appreciate it, King. Thank you again. There's a show that um, Durham has done twice. It's called Hip Hop Verse Poetry. And that poem that I shared with you, I was going to perform that poem there. And I am definitely going to beg and tell everybody, <laughs> you need to be there next time so poetry can win again. <laughs> Seriously. Poems like that win poems. Win for poems. Poems like that win for poems. Facts. Because it's so poetic and the meaning behind it. I used to like hip hop. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to tell the difference between the young thugs and the black stars. That was genius. Thank you. Thank Th- you, King. Man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Speaking of that hip hop, speaking of that hip hop, on that particular note, I'm going to get into some good music mm-hmm. for you. Mm, I'm going to get into some good music for you. This is another one by our musical feature, Jerusalem, featuring the phenomenal Ash Bell. These two put some heat together for this one. I really hope y'all go enjoy this one. And I already know it. Ain't no point of hoping something you already know go happen. Track slammers. Mm. I'm just, I'm just vibing with my try. Uh, I'm just vibing with my try. I'm just vibing with my try. Yeah, and we vibing, and I'm vibing with my try. Yeah, yeah. When your ball game momentum rise slow with inertia. If your wallet get bulky, be discreet than a burka. Careful for the vultures who work, they way in the circle. They easing in cheese until the season they could jerk you. Same ones that kick it with you, kick you when you down and out. Smiling in your face sideways with that flounder mouth. Clown you out roundabout, but never straightforwardly. Stabbing backs with a hand that got a tat saying loyalty. Eagle eye king with visine called discernment. Ain't nothing permanent, I'm speaking from experience. Sure is the line where the land meet the water. Sure is the line eating lamb when he caught up. I return from the furnace, furnace to turn it frigid at the light. I'll be spitting and clicking the turn signals. Product of my surroundings, this announcement is public service. It serves no purpose like a do rag worn by a white person. My... Try. I'm just vibing with my try. I'm just vibing with my try. Close and your enemies closer. And out of folks epiphanated with that notion. This what I've noticed that some folks just lonely. But we don't like admitting that. So we say everybody that came and left us was phony. But let me ask you a question. In a team, how much does a player not understanding his or her role affect them? If you don't know, let me tell you. They become less of a threat. All their origin of that player having no knowledge of self. I hope you following me. But not because I'm leading you, but because you find yourself in the words that I speak to you. And be mindful of the stretches. They are the locusts of that soil that your mind grows in. Oh, man, and ladies, here's some knowledge for you. If you want to know a man, better stop studying him and study his focus. See what mentally holds him. That's a sidebar. But until you love yourself, chief, you never know who your tribe are. Try. I'm just vibing with my... 
just vibing with my tribe. And we vibing, and I'm vibing with my tribe. Yeah. Man, that song is so, Fire. so dope. I'm just vibing with my tribe. Man, that song is so, so dope. Uh, Jerusalem featuring Ash Bell. That was produced by T. Ross at Redline Studios. Thank you, Jerusalem. Thank you for Ash Bell for that song. That song is so dope, so, so, so dope. Um, what do you think about that one, bro? Fire, man, fire. Just the wordplay. Stabbing you in the back with a tat that says loyalty. I mean, come on now. And then all the fish references and then brought it back to the shore, shore. <laughs> you will love our words, man. Jerusalem is definitely going to fulfill your needs and satiate you. So that's a very talented brother and MC. Shout out to him again. Talk about talent. Um, Mr. DS, you've got projects out, uh, multiple projects. you got the debut album, um, Strength and Letters. You've got the collaborative um, one with um, Mirrors, Edge, uh, your most recent project, While You're Waiting. So give me some insight on the thought process of your so many projects and letting us know um, where we can find each and every one of these projects because support is needed and it is awesome because you are great. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. It's like no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> um, my three projects are all hip hop related. Um, Strength and Letters come dropping was dropped in 2012. Mirrors Edge 215, and then um, Why You're Waiting EP in 217. So come to me personally, um, and I definitely can give you a copy. But the thought process behind it goes back to my my love of hip hop. You know who my influences were. You know Nas is definitely number one. He is the goat in my opinion. Um, Ever since 9-4 Illmatic and just his evolution in the game, how his last album can sound just as good and can compete against anything that's been released today. Um, Lupe Fiasco is my second. Um, the Cool is one of the greatest albums that I've ever listened to from a conceptual standpoint to wordplay. So these are the minds that I like to be entertained by to mm. kind of influence my like work. Then you, you know, your other Fonte, you know, shout out Bull City, um, Little Brother, anything Ninth produces, just all of these artists, man, um, Midwest, Common. These are the things that help show, um, basically mold me to where I am today. And the thought process, again, just like with poetry as it relates to hip hop, how to make these generalized feelings and emotions and things we relate to from a conceptual standpoint that's going to grab your ears and you're going to learn and you got to hit that rewind button we got to get back to that endless we got to get back to hitting the rewind button or dragging the cursor back to zero zero so we can listen to it again like jiru makes you do oh yeah i remember there used to be so many songs where i couldn't get through the song um and my most favorite song of all time is is jay-z threats it's not saying he's my favorite artist but that particular song is just phenomenal to me and when i first heard it first second third fourth time i couldn't even get through the song because i just kept rewinding to hear him say the same thing over and over again because it's so poetic and the metaphor so i definitely understand what you're saying with um the need for the rewind button that almost sounds like a dope mixtape <laughs> <laughs> the need for the rewind yeah button. or you're gonna need to rewind this or something for real um so out of all the artists that we just named the mainstream artists and you named some local artists are there any particular local artists that you would love to work with that you haven't worked with 
Um, definitely getting back in the booth with Jerusalem. You know, I've sent them a couple of instrumentals, so we've definitely talked with each other. So we definitely have some business that has not been um, done yet. You know, shout out to EPMD, Unfinished Business. Um, my man, Triumphant, um, who actually is a part of the Press Play Collective, um, birth name Michael Jenkins. Um, we're working on some things together. Um, my man, Johnny K. Baum, who's also a uh, phenomenal spoken word artist. And there's another artist by the name of Words of Mensa. So we actually are working on a collaborative effort entitled The Abolitionists. So be on the lookout for that very soon. Oh, yeah. Send some artists uh, my way, too, because I love to play some great hip hop along with the poets that, you know, because that's what we're all about. Um, are there any uh, if you can pick one, if you can pick one mainstream artist that you just say, I'm going to grab them. We go go into the studio and we go do three tracks together. Um, give me one. Uh, it's Lupe. Lupe. By, by far is, is Mr. Fiasco because he is shaped the way that I write and the way that I think about both hip hop and poetry. It's it's not even funny his influence that he has. It's it's unadulterated and unfiltered genius that that man has. Oh yes, one thing I've always um loved about Lupe is his individuality that he expresses through his music. I feel like that he embodies that. Like that's the one person I remember growing up looking at Lupe and seeing what he has done done and he feels like he puts his personality and character in his music and I can't do nothing but reward that. Absolutely. I, I knew that Lupe was a threat when he kind of explained the concept of one of his songs, which is called Gotta Eat. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be rapping from the perspective of a cheeseburger and some fries. And I'm like, man, how's he going to pull that off? It sounds whack. But when you look at the total narrative of that album and just the wordplay, it is dope. <laughs> you look at Kick Push in general, look at Kick Push. And when you realize that it's not about skateboarding, mm -hmm. but it's about skateboarding and the keep going and the relationship that he had with the person like this he's he's amazing mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree with you he is amazing if i were to pick an artist it would be andre um, and i and just the conversations that we would have after recording would i feel like would make me a better artist on top of seeing him create um, but i feel like for me it's andre absolutely 3000 is definitely a, a cornerstone in this hip-hop game um very influential in so many different artists and, and that's another way that's another reward uh, of artistry is when you have individuals that can say that you personally influence them and you can hear their styles um, and imitation is the best form of flattery so definitely 3000 is is a king in my top 10 as well worry 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 so um what you feel about a cypher real quick you you, you want to go first and i go you want to go i go how, how you want to do this <laughs> so we, we doing poetry cypher hip-hop cypher. So, no, no let, let, let's do some poems let's do some poems okay. you, you go and then i'll go all right okay let's do this all right I'm, so i'm gonna do this thing called church in the wild um that was influenced by jay and kanye's track so it's it's, it's kind of a it's, it's a hybrid of a poetry and, and hip-hop so let's let's go in so let's see what we got so it's it's a, a lover of god but hater of hypocrisy with evil eyes common of what the prophets see the Manipulation of any prophecy for any gain and profit and cover a weak apology. This quarantine gospel of apostle and agnostic scorn who thoughts appeared hostile. He pre spewed divinity that soon was defending me with downtime found when spitting any brothel. See, holy wars are fuel for the atheists, steam for the doubters, and reasons for the faithless. There's no church because the devil now roams and the blind leave the blind. And can you watch the throne? 
The pale horse is on a stampede and parable palms the hands of a trinity. It leads me to ask which face on the eve accepted the belief that she was deceived. No confessor, praise that is fester than the ruler of all evil, we side with the lesser. See, all praise is given to the most high. On these streets, I'm stepping over the most high. On a mission, maybe just to gain heart. I'm looking for a faith that's lost like young Earl Hart or Earnhardt. Crash the ideology is spoken from the tongue that's forced like any Pharisee. Mm. It's very sad to see scriptures that's tatted. On heavily bodies appearing bruised and battered. My soul's now tattered. An angel with dirty faces is turbulent in flight that's navigated by racists. <laughs> and the snakes now stalk. Sheep that have followed through the lies they were taught. It's cursed denomination, prepped for the slaughter by means of domination. I now speak for those considered meek who will inherit the earth with weapons of the weak. See, some star for food, other star for knowledge, a famine that persists we all must acknowledge. Minds of the free, these crusaders abolish. Missionaries position their light on what's tarnished. Ties of the garnish to pray for the sins of those who couldn't finish this race, so amen. I'm wishing that my brothers had the fate of young Lazarus. Cries from the lost, never considered blasphemous. Revelation to this end in Genesis. So wake up from that current sedation. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I really enjoy poetry so much. It just takes me to this place that you can just enjoy the process behind it. You can enjoy the pride that a person spits. I really enjoy watching you. <laughs> Watching you spit that poem and the bobbing of your head and the movement of your arms, you really embodied that. You can tell that's your baby right there. That's right, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember, internalizing, internalizing, becoming one with your words. Now, what fire you got for us? That's what I want to hear. That's my turn. Yes, sir. I realized a long time ago my soul is focused on free compared apples to oranges or grind to hold back that I'm just a different breed. I see mm. the world's attentiveness to being a victim of society's mm. indifference. Its struggles are dwelling upon eyes engagement on repeat while I walk. Mm. No, I run through the heat. Mm. Like, might as well because either way it's go hurt. So might as well get through it willing, wanting, depicted as self-sufficient. My mm. mind's twisted into never giving up. Mm. Always go. Fall, go, stop, no, just go. See, my grandfather's name was Will. Mm. My father's name is Will, and you see, I'm the last Will. Mm. Rolling through this passing of the names, this try cycle of try and pursuit mm. to do, and again, I'm the last Will. Mm. Predecessors have stopped, popped from the rolling on rows of owns obstacles, wow. but I go, determination fueling never flat, passion as my pedals, and I move. Legs pushing constant as ocean waters swaying with waves of dreams saves from those nights where anxiety has kept me awake because I'm dreaming. Arms reaching to be seated on a pedestal of my preparedness. You see, I have been scared. And the only thing I learned from that is that you anticipate to run away. So I've learned to be brave face to face to dismay with doubt at my back while the black that is my fact is unfortunately a societal setback. But like I said before, I run through the heat. Pushing will uphill climb is my only fate focus set on great because honestly, my world is way bigger than me. Behind me stands, lays, eats, and plays, learns, follows. Mm. Behind me, my family follows, so how could I not be the scene? Mm. 
myself being the scene Samuel verse 1 verse 17 Goliath that life David overcome in me that rock weapon of small testament the winning is moving forward hitting surface of should not being able to win and breaking past expectations and simply steady making connection and just settling I've named myself endless and I will always be will thank you extinguisher in the booth three things stood out one your use of extended metaphor how you introduce a metaphor in one stanza and then three stanzas later you're able to make that connection um your use of alliteration i love the triple entendre of will triple entendres is like like the hat trick in hockey (laughs) (laughs) so whatever you get one or whenever i hear one you know i definitely give a howl from the crowd and then something I don't think people take advantage of that you definitely utilize is the use of dramatic pauses. Mm. You have to be able to pause, especially when your stanzas and your lines are so loaded. When you have those double, triple entendres, you have to give the time for the crowd to be able to process that before you go to another school of thought. And how you utilize those particular techniques and tools is, 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 is a craftsman. I appreciate you analyzing that poem and really giving me some encouragement on that. Like, um, just that's why we do this. So we can really enjoy the poetry and the collaboration behind it. So I really, I took my time on that one. So I appreciate you uh, noticing that. Dope, dope spit, dope spit, man. So I got a a question that I always ask. I always try to close out. Um, Thank you again for that cipher. I typically don't spit poems. Like, I think that may be the second or third time. Um, that I've even shared poems out of all the episodes that we have had um, right here. This is episode eight. Mm. This is episode eight. It's like the third time I've spit, so I appreciate you giving me that energy and wanting to do that. And my, my question for you, DS, what's, what's next? What do you have coming up next, whether it be literary um, format, whether it be a show, shows that you are a part of? Let us know where people can find your work. Let us know what DS is about. What's next for him? Uh, as you mentioned in the onset of the show, um, I am uh, a part of this collective called Press Play Poets, where we believe in power, poise, and passion. Um, our our goal and our mission is to be able to, one, give a stage to artists, um, artists who may not necessarily feature at other venues, make them feel important, make them feel that their artwork needs to be heard and also expressed to the crowd. Second um, goal of that is definitely community initiative. So having teen poets being able to invite their families free of charge um, to our event where we hold it at. It's called Authors and Arts, located in Raleigh by Miss Tara Henry. She is one of the few African-American women who actually own her own art studio. So there's black entrepreneurship that we also encourage as well. So we have a press play event every second Friday um, at that very venue, Authors and Arts. We just had one this past Friday called Lift It was the subtitle of it. We have one coming up on the 13th of April. It's called The Queen's Speech. It is an all-female lineup of hot queens spitting their souls so definitely come out to that when it comes to me personally um, i do have an event coming up um, gospel skate night that's going to be in raleigh that's being um, held by my man lamoy the lyrical storyteller shout out to him Um, catch me at city soul open mic as well Um, i have a a slam that i'm actually involved in um, that's going to be on the 19th of april and as it relates to my work um, I'm currently working on my collection of poems called Ink, Don't Fail Me Now. 
Um, you can follow me, DSWill83 on Instagram, or you can look me up on Facebook under DSWill as well. And I appreciate all the support. Come out, support all your local artists. If we can spend money on these individuals that we know, that we don't know, two, $300 on tickets, you can purchase a CD or a book or come out to a show for local artists who are doing it authentic- authentically for the cause and for the culture. Oh yes, that man just shares so much wisdom. You honestly gave me a reason to put like a notepad button, (laughs) like cause so many times where I'm like, I hope y'all wrote that down. There's a need for a notepad right now because he's sitting here letting you know where he's at, his Instagram, some artists, the venues that he's at, the programs that he's got going on. He's got so much. I got one more thing I'm gonna ask you before I close out on the song from our feature Jerusalem. It's blesses with one more. Cool, cool, definitely. Um, I'm actually going to close out with my signature piece. Um, It is called Push. As far back as I can remember, I've been pulled from left to right to where center of attention felt left without rights, left hand-me-down compliments that never seemed to fit quite right, so instead of rabbits, I pulled all-nighters out of sky caps, trying to rid myself of angles in order to fit in someone else's social circle. Imagine 360 degrees of separation push you to the outskirts without hurt. It would have been impossible for me to write all the pain that I had left, so I push through the right of ways, and I become determined that my forward process will depend on my progress. So even if you turn me around, it just means that my progress will depend on my forward process. Objects may appear a bit closer than most, so I rock 3D rearview mirror glasses to know what I have left. In neutral, shift first and second gears of war to tend to screw me over like a jump off on hump day, but some days I'm just looking for a checkered flag so somebody can wave at me. But I still push through the fourth wall and use the bricks to construct the school of thought so these words can play outside of recess. But sometimes I get tired of pressing the reset button on this game of life. So I push through the glass ceiling to make sure the shards as sharp as my wit. You see, Dad told me to hit them hard and hit them often. Continue to utilize these punchlines to make this hard life soften. See, that would be the key for me to free verse. Continue to serve this fool for thought on silver platters, but I refuse to be an unknown butler in anyone's mansion. So I need you to push as if there is not an option for a C-section. But even when you don't feel whole, never let the world just see you in sections. I'd rather you spit to your saliva glands, burst open, and the remains drip in the ocean, make you forget that the sea had sections. Because if I didn't capture your attention with the first AB or the second AB, will you really care by the time we reach the C section? See, let me let you in on a little secret. This isn't just a performance. This is a therapy session. Every time that the ink busts from Original Thoughts Inky Bus, I swear us artists have to pierce ourselves and let the blood hit the stage so you can see that there's ink in us. Mm. And it creates a Rorschach, so what do you see? <laughs> I see those pushing as if their life was scripted by Sapphire, but Lord knows I can never be that precious. But why must suffrage be placed on the cinema reel in some cheap attempt at being authentic? Let's stop sweeping mental anguish underneath a carpet that's labeled taboo because I can assure you there's a middle ground between the Evans and the Huxtables. Start preaching about it in these buildings that resemble a Manhattan high-rise instead of drowning the crowd with incessant talks of tides because some of our family tides are quite current and that water isn't used for baptisms. It should be used for nurturing the minds to help them navigate through the highway of success despite having cracked windshields to reach that third eye vision. But some are pulling avoiding these play dates with karma. But I become Percy Jackson yielding lightning, putting shine on my space, somehow changing Agent Orange into yellow. (laughs) But I understand 
if the spine of your book of life is a bit crooked. That's what happens when your focus suffers from scoliosis or debt is on your heels, meeting you in the cemetery, giving the truest definition of life after death. You pulled right when there's nothing left, pulled tight when you are loose in Sunday's best, pulled over because you're the wrong color, pulled under because crabs are considered brothers, pulled through because classes are a bit too challenging, pulled up when the noose begins to fasten. Mm. Dropped the ED and currently some of us are still pulling. But if you gather anything from this particular piece, I need you to brand the one-worded mantra onto your consciousness. And that's the push. Mm, thank you. Thank you. We're called crabs. Pull us down, brothers. We call up, noose, so much in that poem. Spoken Stories, WHUP of Hillsboro. DS Will is in the building. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Go ahead and let them hear your voice one more time, DS. Thank you. Let them know about you. Well, I want to thank you, King Will, for having me on Spoken Stories. I'm glad that our paths are crossed, and I look forward for us to continue to build the relationship, um, not just as artists, but as brothers and as fellow kings. Um, and I admire the work that you do. I really do consider you to be a renaissance man um, for what you do secularly, you know, education-wise, um, as well as artistically. So that's my final words that I want to say, not necessarily about me, but about what you do to progress the culture in this art form. Oh, yes. Thank you. We got DS Will featuring. Thank you for all of that appreciation you get where there's a will, there's a way, and you got two of them here today. So we've got DS endless will our musical feature jerusalem i really hope that some of y'all listeners check out that um hip-hop scene going on at nc state and we go in with this jerusalem song called roshambo let's see what we got One, two, three, four. I declare jungle war. Many charm conjure talisman from my grimoire. Drum ward, off moon spirit in the light jar. Freak by the juke of the hook. Now that's a psych ward. Can't can the can't, that's a incantation. Rhyme so sick that the ink can't take it. Yeah, and both. I'm a man who name is Andrew Andrew, me man, don't understand what that man drew Up from the well of inspiration to wet the paint Bristle, flame, lick the visual To finish with the name initial How the verbal brush touch the colors of the soul The tip sleepy hollow, how the bullet fit the hole Rock, paper, scissor flow, it's Rochambeau Tag up the Astro, they see the Van Gogh Cutting heads with the cutting edge If they couldn't res, innate was the greatness Still the most shapeless Sling a satire like Goatman do So it's notches on my belt like it grow bamboo Throw the deuce, Van Moose ain't loose like Long Goose Silly, not spooked by snakes, I'm mongoose Strong roots, strange fruits Word to mom deuce Bodie Dharma dropping Dharmakaya over karma loops Rock, paper, scissor Rock, paper, scissor, shoot Rock, break the scissor And the scissor cut the paper too Paper cover, rock, rock with me You can make it too Party, rock a paper Chase a DJ, cut the break in two Rock, paper, scissor Rock, paper, scissor, shoot Rock, break the scissor And the scissor cut the paper too Paper cover, rock, rock with me You can make it too Party, rock a paper Chase a DJ, cut the break in two Blood so coniferous He true to the T He said, who are you? I say you is a tree he said, I know I got that, but who you talking sly? I said, you without the you is yo, you know that's I. He said, you think you slick, so tell me who is I. 
I is the sound my son made when he cried As he took his first breath in his life with open eyes I is the color of love when sunrise I is the I and N, that's N You need to know the TMI on who am I then ask your friends He knew a dude named Drew who had grew up in the Middle East He could show and prove what he knew when he willed the beast Couldn't hold him down, that's habeas corpus No father to his style, it's an atheist orphan You can't comprehend that and think it's too deep Then you might be a you, cause a you is a sheep Rock, paper, scissors Rock, paper, scissors, shoot Rock, break the scissor And the scissor cut the paper too Paper cover, rock, rock with me You could make it too Party rock or paper chase a DJ cut the break in two I want two, three, four I declare jungle war Many charm conjure talisman From my grimoire Drum ward Off moon spirit in the light jaw Freak by the juke of the hook Now that's a psych ward